the the point is is I'm wearing this nice stitched knitted shirt that's just like a whatever shirt. And yeah, I didn't work today. You're right, I didn't. But when I come home from work, I don't keep my polos on or my shirts on. I change uh. like a normal fucking human being. I don't sit in my goddamn work attire until I'm ready to go to bed and go, I guess I'll just sleep in it because I'm going to be in it tomorrow anyway. I don't want to do the laundry. <laughs> you know what you sound. is on page one of the EWA playbook? <laughs> Not changing their trying, trying to control other people's bodies, Derek. I don't, I don't think that's true at all, buddy. <laughs> Who's your internet provider out there in the Kellogg's uh, PC partner? Wow, that sounds real bad. Listen, it's not MediaCom though, right? Correct, it's not MediaCom. Let me take you on my MediaCom journey. You ready for this? I does it involve you changing that shirt? Because I really need that to happen. You could do it on camera, and you just go oh. to the white shirt, and I'll be a lot why happier. Don't you, why don't you tweet MediaCom, okay, and okay. tell them that if they fix this problem, I will never wear a polo past five p.m. ever again. All right, what am I tweeting them? Uh, one Mediacom raise my bill by forty dollars in the midst of a pandemic where when nobody is doing this, I had my bill increase from sixty doll hairs to one hundred doll hairs. Do you have a, a okay. what is your what is your Twitter? T Welch? Yeah. Is that's it the at, one. At, at T Welch? Yeah, that's what I just fucking said. You're not listening to my point here, right? I, I'm, t- I'm I'm tweeting for you because you can't do it yourself. Thanks for raising my so, little T-Walch's bill for internet. $40, right? I call and I say, hey, what's the deal, right? They tell me, legitimately enough, your contract thing is up or whatever. Your promotional pricing is up, so your bill went up. And I go, I'm pretty sure I got an email from you guys about like pricing relief due to COVID and that there weren't going to be increases. Yeah, yeah, well, that wasn't about contract pricing. Right. Oh, okay. I said, well, can I just re up at the same price? Because otherwise, I'm just going to, I'm going to go find somebody else. Cause like $40 right now means a lot to me. Immediately, no. Now, Mediacom, I'm used to these guys probably bending over backwards, right? Okay. We'll see read, what they said. Can you read that? You read it on the yeah. air. Thanks for raising my buddy T. Welch's bill for internet by $40 during the midst of a pandemic. Contract or not, that's some garbage. Hashtag bad customer service. Yeah, they're not going to respond, but that's cool. I, I, but I did it. Now change that shirt. I'm hoping that they have a Kevin working. Like when people try to when people try to trash on Wendy's and Wendy's claps back, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I'm with you. That'd be great. So anyway, my internet goes up, right? And so... I, I am a man of my word. They would not reduce my internet back down. And so uh, not to mention Mediacom, uh, owned by a much larger conglomerate, making record-breaking profits this year. Uh-huh. Uh, so I call Indianola, and I get set up for Indianola Internet. Ooh, takes a little that, while. What's that like? Uh, it's, uh, it's much cheaper. And I had that. I had that for years at the old house, so I'm familiar with it. It's good stuff. It's fiber. Okay. So that takes a little while because they got to come out and they got to put a line in and all that stuff. You're familiar with the whole situation. Oh yeah, man. Um, <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, I get a notice from MediaCom that they have decreased every tier's data cap. And so, <laughs> so they're now, doubling down on the bad shit. Now I have reached my data cap for the month, which I went back and looked at my bills and 
at this new data cap, I would have exceeded my data cap every month for the past five months. Ironically sure. enough, those five months were working from home in a pandemic. So why they would raise their prices and reduce their fucking data caps, I don't know. Rip me, Tom. You're dead to me. <clears throat> wow. That was a lot. Yeah. Also, when you hit your data cap, do you know what happens? <laughs> do they make you change your tiny shirt? <laughs> <laughs> you get charged 20 more dollars a month per gig, for like right? One, for like <laughs> one tenth of what your data yeah, cap it's is. Like, it's like, I want to say it was like per gig or per 10 gigs or something like that. So my my sixty dollar bill that went to one hundred is now more than likely going to be a hundred and twenty, if not a hundred and forty dollars. So what's the new? What, what do you can what, just go fuck themselves? What are you paying through uh, through uh, through the old Indianola internet oh. now? Now now I want to just bend myself over and fuck my own ass for not switching sooner. Uh, so I get I get two hundred gigs through MediaCom, two hundred down or two hundred megabytes, two two hundred down, twenty up. Okay, sure. that what was costing me sixty, but it really is a hundred dollars a month. Okay, right? yeah, okay. Uh, Indianola uh, through the old IMU Indianola Municipality uh, Utilities, they are sixty five dollars a month mm-hmm. for two fifty down and fifty up unlimited no, data, no contract, no contract, and no data cap. Wow, what a dipshit! And absolutely no throttling. They say. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I made the switch. You know, you should, to, you, know, uh, you know what else you should switch, Tony? Thanks to Dylan right here. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to say. I would gladly, I would gladly watch you do this shirt shirtless, than do it in the fucking shirt you're wearing. I would gladly watch you do this. Can you? Yeah, can I can you do just, this. You can just stare at this all yeah. night long. Oh, easily. I'm I'm not ashamed of my own body, uh, and I also wear clothes that fit me properly. Where uh, if it seems like you don't want to wear clothes that fit you properly, so you just as soon leave the clothes on versus take them off. You can get fucked. I'm not changing my clothes for you or nobody else. You've you've definitely changed your shirt in the past for me. Oh boy, you you've changed that your content, shirt. Listen, shut your fucking mouth. That content you just saw. That costs you twenty bucks a month on OnlyThoughts. OnlyThoughts.com, right there. Uh, yeah, bud. Here's what I'm going to tell you: is you have taken your shirt off for me plenty of times, and I don't know why you are uh, so 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 angry at doing it for me today. I assume I assume it's because uh, I'm a cold man. No, sixty-five no. degrees in this house. Uh, okay, uh, and it's not sixty-five degrees in my house because I disconnected my thermostat like a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, listen. This is the DTS podcast. Okay, hello, <laughs> welcome. Uh-huh. My name is Welchel, comma Anthony. Uh huh. And hello, hello. I am uh, I am Derek, comma Vance. Vance. Oh, Vance, comma Derek. God, you can't James. even get that shit right. Vance, comma Derek James. If, if social security number is that? 
Are we not doing that yeah. anymore? Password Austin three sixteen. Pa- yeah, pa- password is all Austin three sixteen. Sometimes it's Stunner three sixteen. I like to throw it up and, and change it to Hello Ladies three sixteen every now and again. Um, How do you keep all that straight? That's a Val Venus joke, by the way. I don't know if anybody knows Val Venus or not, but uh, <laughs> not um, a good wrestler. No, I'm not a good wrestler, but a don't great. Worry, we'll, we'll talk about bad wrestlers making comebacks this week. Get the fuck out of here. I knew that I was going to rally up a little bit. That's worse uh, than your is, shirt. Uh, this is shut your fucking mouth. This is the uh, 67th edition here of the DTS podcast, which got to admit it. We got to admit it. Uh, it is second fiddle to the TLUSP. Still not a shout out on that show for the DTS podcast. No, you're not going to get one either. I told you that. Would already. you like to address that? No, I, I already told you you're not going to get a shout out on that show. Would you like an official comment? <laughs> Uh, my comment. Record. My comment is there are two different shows. They don't need to need to mingle. Here's the deal. You've you've worked yourself into a corner, and now I'm going to force the issue. <laughs> I will <laughs> change my shirt right now uh-huh. if I get a shout out on that show. I I, I don't care. Then <laughs> you keep that shirt on all night for mm. the fucking night. Then <laughs> all right, all right. Here's, That's here's fine. where Just know here's, that offer is on the table. Here's where you should change your shirt. Is and I, here's I'm going to give you a backhanded compliment here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the DTS podcast, 67 episodes and and, and going strong. Uh, one of us, a ton of responsibilities. Super fucking busy all the time one of us not a goddamn lick of responsibility has all kinds of free time on his fucking hands to where he plays goddamn video games all right i've just muted derek i want you to know that i did that for the sake of and the sanity of this show he was about to say a bunch of (laughs) nope 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 i remuted him he was about to say a bunch of bullshit he was about to lie to you like the the president does to the public no no i'm not lying to nobody uh, he was he was about to tell you that he is so busy all the time and that i am not busy ever and that that is is correct not 100% 100% accurate. <laughs> it is a percentage point accurate. Hey, is it over 50% accurate, Tony? I'm not going to satisfy it. I'm not going so, to justify your here's, arguments. Here's what, here's the, here's the backhanded compliment, ladies and gentlemen, is if you head on over to, it might even, I don't know if it's for sure. Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the DTS podcast. Slash the DTS podcast. I will tell you that our our good friend and partner here, uh, Tony Walchel, has done a phenomenal job this week, other than uh, seemingly yesterday. I don't think you streamed at all yesterday, right? No, I was I was doing things, which is exactly the point of my argument that you're wrong. I am busy. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know. Anyway, so I was but, taking a nap. Here's here's what I'm telling you. So if you go back here, ladies and gentlemen, to Saturday, Tony started off, and I've told him for uh, for a while now. He's got the ability to stream. Uh, he's got the capability to do it. He's got the smarts to do it, and and the money. You know what I mean? I mean, this dude's loaded. Uh, he's got. <laughs> Obviously, I'm so loaded that I'm overly concerned about doing more laundry for the sake of Derek he's, Vance. He's, he streamed. He streamed some Saturday throwback business. He squatted up on Saturday. He did some Sunday retro business. He did Monday Night Raw as Warzone, a little play on what we talk about here on the level of, or I'm sorry, <laughs> DTS podcast. I can't, I can't. Uh, and I then can he, he picked up a game that. Oh, got, oh got, where's my gun? I'm ready to end it. <laughs> he's got, he picked up a game that honestly looked pretty bad and played it. And it also looked pretty bad while he played it. And that was uh, Kingdoms of Ammo, or we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> but I just want to say that. What I'll say been, about that game is next time I stream it. 
I found out that I was like on the worst graphical settings. It was really uh, bad. Which, yeah. Why would really that bad. be your default for a remake? I don't know. I'm not sure either. Um, but it, it, Tony has done a great job of streaming. He, he was trying to build some consistent streaming uh, times, it looks like, or maybe into a schedule, which is awesome. Um, and the streams are, are pretty good. I, I, I think they are a lot of fun. And I would tell you, hey, head over, give us a like, a follow. I don't know how Twitch works, to be honest with you. Twitch.tv slash the DTS podcast. That's the place to go. Now, what I will say is watch the gameplay. Uh, don't watch what Tony wears because Tony has this ability to make sure he wears the tightest, most unflattering and unfitting uh, shirts ever. Um, and that is to say, it almost looks like he's wearing a woman's T-shirt. You know, women's T-shirts ride a little high on the shoulders. Uh, Tony's wearing a, a Star Wars shirt. Uh, I believe it was Monday night while he was playing Call of Duty. And I thought he might have had a bra on underneath because I thought he was wearing a woman's T-shirt. Can you confirm or deny? I, I think the major problem here is that Derek is just not tuned in to what shirts look like in 2020 on men. Uh, plus size men's fashion. Let me just go ahead and pull this up. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that that is really the category we're talking about here. I'm going to send you this picture because it's the first thing that pops up. Okay. Go for it. But I'm just letting you know that that is not really an accurate representation of what's going on in my life. I don't have shirts that are too small. The Tony. Actually, I have like three. Those shirts that you were wearing were too small. I think that's more uh, a situation of like the camera angle mixed with my posture. <laughs> okay, maybe. Uh, also, yeah. the shirt is also extremely small. But if you if you just search plus size men's fashion, you could look like these guys too. <laughs> look, you gotta, you gotta pick up the phone and look at what I sent you. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I do want to say that I, I appreciate you streaming. The streams are fun, other than when you get fucking irritated like an LB and just end your stream. I kind of, I kind of like this Adidas <laughs> sweat jacket thing. You might. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just think that ending your stream without saying a word to your people that are watching is probably not the way to do uh, to, to cultivate a good following. I did get mad and just like leave the stream <laughs> uh, on, on the stream bullshit. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> what I should have done is got really angry and created a character. Yeah. Right. Someone that wears yeah. shirts that fit him. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that'll be my gimmick is I'll, I'll just get really pissed off and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta switch my shirt. Like I gotta switch my shirt. It's, it's, I can't that's do it, it right now. Yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. And then I'll, when I, when I get really popped off, I'll just put on the polo. Now it's time to cut oh, off yeah. a little now it's time to cut off a little blood flow, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta pump that blood up to my brain. <laughs> I don't think it's reaching your brain if you're wearing those small shirts, buddy. Too much in my dick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh god. All right, we're on our bullshit already, so we might as well do fucking dog on Donald Trump here, right? Yeah. You know, you know what? I want to play. Uh, I didn't pull the clip. I didn't think about it, but it's that song, "Fuck Donald Trump." I don't know that song. Oh my god, I'm gonna. You know I'm, a lot I'm, more I'm, Donald Trump stuff than I do. I don't pay much that much attention to him, to be honest with you. So the big the big news here is that I can't believe you don't know the song. It's YG and Nipsey Hussle, bud. Nipsey Hussle's dead, so. I don't know. I just bring it up. <laughs> so, I, I mean, didn't it's even like know who the guy is. It's like telling me Prince is dead, man. I mean, 
All right. Prince is fucking dead. Listen, fucking dead, here's dude. the thing. Uh, big, big thing dominating the news. Two, two things. One, the president disparaged veterans. He called veterans that died in combat suckers and losers. Uh, and he did not go and visit a cemetery while in Paris. Uh, a couple years ago because he, quote, why would I go see those fucking losers? That, that made the rounds now, this, this week is, for sure. That made the rounds. He denied it. His whole staff denied it. All of the major news outlets corroborated this article that was put out by The Atlantic, including Fox and Friends. And uh, so you know, Trump. Yeah, who he loves. Trump was on his bullshit. There's no denying it. This happened. Uh, fast forward to yesterday. There's a bombshell that comes out. A uh, highly regarded reporter and author, Rob Woodward, has had steady phone conversations recorded with the with the knowledge of the president and his consent, recorded on the record conversations with the president over <clears throat> his presidency, and we get uh, a little bit of audio from February of this year where he's explaining to this reporter that he had just got off the phone with China and some other countries and he admits to this reporter that the coronavirus is very deadly he knows that it's transmitted via air particles and through the air and breathing it in he knows that it's much worse than the flu he even says five times as deadly as uh, the average flu he even goes as far as to mention that he knows that we lose on average between 20 and 30,000 people a year to the common flu uh, so uh, just do some r- real quick math. He's almost just saying, like, I understand we're going to lose like 150,000 people yeah, here. Just, just knowingly uh, letting, the, letting the kill come in. Yeah. And then a few weeks, he he says to the public, this happened, I think, on February 20th, this phone call was recorded. A couple weeks later in early March, he's telling the public in these White House press conferences, this is just going to go away. It's no, it's no worse than the flu. We're going to get a vaccine. He completely downplays it. Fast forward another few weeks, another phone call in mid-March. He's telling this reporter, yeah, I, I downplay it. I, I, I enjoy downplaying it. Uh, you know, the guy blatantly lied to America, which we already knew. But now we have it on tape. He is a fuckhead. And yet he's still the president. Yeah, he he knew, and what he's been telling the public is he doesn't he didn't get the reports about how deadly it was. He didn't get reports about how easy it spread, and now we had it on record with this reporter that that he has. And it's also coming out that there's more and more stuff on these tapes, not related to coronavirus, but related to him just completely dumping information about national security, secret. Uh, secret uh, weapons that we have to fight enemies, all of this shit, and possibly that he's disparaging veterans to this reporter. Um, He even went as far as to talk about uh, an experience that he had with one of his colleagues, John Kelly, where he was in front of John Kelly's uh, son's grave, who was a military veteran that died in combat and called these veterans losers and suckers for dying. It's just, Unreal. The dude has no idea how deep he has himself in. And the most interesting thing I think that you said to me was this idea that he gave himself an out to do all this shit. You know what I mean? Like that was fucking mind blowing. So, uh, So separate from a, a president disparaging veterans 
and separate from B, a, a, a president on record talking about basically covering up the worst pandemic in our lifetime and letting people Both, die. Yeah. Comes a third issue in, in within three days that his former attorney, Michael Cohen, is putting out a book in which he talks about the president approaching him about the possibility if he loses the 2020 election that's taking place in less than two months, how would it be possible that he could re- resign the presidency, which would put Mike Pence in the Oval Office, and then have Mike Pence give him a what's called a blanket uh, pardon of all crimes. Basically, right? it gives him a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, for any any. Because he can't be prosecuted as a president. At least that's what the constitutional people say is, you know, you can't prosecute <laughs> the president. people, yeah. Uh, whatever. So, yeah, he's basically got to get out of jail free idea of, hey, I'm if I lose, I'm going to resign the presidency. Then I'm going to put Mike Pence in the president's office for a couple months. And I'm going to have him give me a full out pardon so that when I'm no longer the president, I can't be prosecuted. The streets free. What? What a shit bag. I just like piece of shit. Each of those three things for any other president would be landmark the worst part of your presidency. And here we are. We get all three with Donald Trump in in one week. He's the kind of guy that is going to push those kind of I don't want to say boundaries because there should be no boundaries that come to that kind of stuff. Right. He's the kind of guy that goes, how can I do whatever the fuck I want to do and get away with it? You know what I mean? True that. And and but the problem is, guess what, Tony? We're getting away with it. Three months away from it being fucking like four years of this shit. It, it's just a, a really good example. Uh, some some sort of like social. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but like social experiment. You know what I mean? Like sure. It, it's gonna it's gonna be studied forever by by social workers and psychologists and stuff like that about how. You know, when you just like see something every day continuously, you become really accustomed to it. But if it had happened at much different intervals, you'd be like, this is this is really fucked up. This is unacceptable. You know what I mean? It's like when 200,000 people die over five months, we're okay with it. Whereas if we had got bombed by a nuke and 200,000 people in New York or California or wherever would have just died, we'd have been like, this is it. Fuck this shit. You know, we'd be up in arms. So it's it's one of the just those like things. You made the call about like civilians versus soldiers. And that's a little more of a fine line, I think, where I don't like making that you know, yeah. comparison, but you're, you're not wrong when you say it, which is, Hey, Trump let 200,000 plus Americans die. And we're all just like, you know, what are we going to do about it? Where if he said, we just hey, want you gone. Yeah. If not, we, just, we want your head on a stick. If we just said, Hey, he let 200,000 soldiers die. It would be, I mean, we would be on fire. This country would be on fire. Yeah, we we protect our veterans with such vigor, but somehow we're so hypocritical to to not be pissed off that he's openly disparaging them, calling them losers and suckers, and for I mean, putting their life on the line. And, and what's the what? I, I would I don't have the the research in front of me, and I apologize. What's the 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 uh, age range for the most deaths for COVID? Uh, I don't have that in front of me either, but I know young people are creeping up, but I'm pretty sure it's still like 35 through 60, yeah, 40 plus probably I would guess. Right. right. 50 plus. So sure. it feels very much like, especially as you creep up to a 60 plus or 70 plus, it's kind of like, well, 
I mean, they kind of lived a life. And that's kind of like the feeling that he has of just these people got to go sooner or later. And that's disgusting. Yeah. And there's just there's so much to unravel and unpackage about COVID. Like, obviously, big things are are people are sick. People are dying. There's an economic downturn. But there's just so much there about the cost involved, too. I mean, and insurance companies are hemorrhaging money. Now, a lot of them are still maintaining profitability, right? But your health insurance rates, when you go into your open enrollment here in a couple months, oh, those fuckers are going up for sure. There's not going to be one person in this country that has a steady or a decreasing health insurance cost. Right. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it's... I can't believe that we're coming up on four years of just dealing with this guy. Just, just waiting for the end. Yeah, and and I'm I become more scared than ever when I see him at all of these rallies, and there's hundreds of people cheering and chanting. They just pack the streets with Trump supporters. Like, it's kind of scary to think like this might be happening again. Well, and, and we've said it, and and unfortunately, I, I still don't feel that we're out of the woods. I still feel like that's probably the outcome that we're going to end up with is somehow we're going to end up with four more years of this. And and I I I find myself going, where's the silver lining, and and why? Why do I want to feel that way? Like, why do I want to go? Where's the silver lining? Like, that's gross. Yeah, it's bad. Bad deal all the way around. You're up. Is this me? Sorry, I was yeah, on a dog. different page. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. So <laughs> Tony mentioned this before the show started when we were fucking Maybe around. Maybe your shirt's too tight. Uh, no, it's actually kind of loose, to be honest with you. I'd probably get a, uh-huh. probably get a smaller one if I really wanted to. Um, I'll just, you know what, Tony, if you want to go shirtless while we record the show, I'm down, dude. You want to just get a little sexy mm-hmm. time? No, I'm cold. I already told you this. Oh, you're such a pussy. Uh, so... Hey, this last weekend uh, was uh, was Labor Day. It was my my weekend off. I got a four day weekend, and uh, and and Tony, my boy Tony here, uh, was uh, was was asking the questions as he always does. You know, hey, when's when's fur to time? When when's fur to time? When do I get to spend some time with my boy Anthony Welchel? And, uh, I, get, and I get pretty bored. You do well. You you don't have to. I know you don't like to admit it on air. I know it's it's okay, buddy. It's okay. I'm here for that. I get bored. No, it, it, it's it, it's okay. You want to lay on the couch, talk about it. Uh, so Tony hit me up uh, Sunday and was like, "Hey, uh, you know what, what's what's going on, man? What are you doing? What's up?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I uh, got got the deer dwarfs coming up. Uh, gonna hang out." And uh, Tony hits me. I was, with pretty, the, I was pretty salty that I didn't get an invite. Tony Tony hits me with the TFTI. I, I, I hits, thought we were fam. Hits me with the TFTI, the thanks for the invite. And uh, and I immediately, and I'm like, fuck, he's off tomorrow too, isn't he? Like, of course he's off tomorrow. And, I'm, and I kind of played it up like hey, I had, it was not just Dorf that was coming up. It was uh, him and his wife and also uh, the, the two dogs. So I'm not invited because I don't have a no, wife or dogs. No, no, no. Well, maybe, but no. And I was like. You know, Tony is is just chilling. He's got the day off tomorrow. I'd love for him to come up and and stay the night too, and we'll all just have a great that, time. That wasn't the vibe. That wasn't the vibe I got. But go on. From the text you got, that wasn't the vibe I got. What you? What was the vibe you got? Pity. 
Yes. Okay, good. Uh, so Tony, Tony packs, he's like, hey, you know, well, I'm, you know, I already got these wings, Brian, and man, I, I got to smoke these wings. I got more important things to do than hang out with friends. Acting like now he's too good now that I've offered. I don't, I don't think that's out. what I said. That's the vibe I got, buddy. Uh, so, <laughs> what is, this, is this a Key and Peele sketch right now? If we can't understand each other's text, right? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Liam Neeson's. Well, Liam Neeson's. Uh, yeah. So, Tony comes up, fantastic time. He brings up a thermostat. We'd been talking about getting me a new thermostat because my thermostat was broken. He had one from uh, from the old Listen, place. That, that got this motherfucker bought into me coming down. I was like, I still got that thermostat. He was like, oh, here's my address. Oh, God, no. I didn't even realize you were going to bring the fucking thermostat. You you did say wings, and I was pretty excited about that, to be honest with you. Uh, so Which Tony we, brings, we do need to talk about that, but go Tony, on about thermostat. Tony brings up some wings when we have a pretty good time. Tony's done a really good job of, of rolling with with the punches of when when i hang out with dorf it's a lot of uh new kinds of beer and i do that often but tony's this is two for two that he's all about trying the new beer even though the beer he bought to bring this time he didn't even try uh which i had one of the other night it's in reserve for next time um i i I will say i wish you would have stayed the night i know you get weird about sleeping on other people's couches and beds and stuff like that but i wish you would have just hung out with us all night we stayed by the fire till like three in the morning it was a good time man oh i'd have fell asleep by like 10 30 if i didn't leave well, I, and I text you at like midnight thinking you didn't get home because you didn't text me when you got home, like a concerned parent. And I, I fell asleep like, like right away. You definitely did. Uh, you're a tired oh, boy, yeah. though. Um, so the, the big story here is. Sleep, dude. Yeah, it does. It, 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 it can if you're not used to it, especially. So Tony brings this thermostat and I'm like, OK, we can do this, right? Like I'm not I'm not that stupid that I can't hook up a thermostat. And Tony is kind of like, yeah, it's probably not that hard, man. Like, you know, you'd probably be OK. That's not what I said at all. I told you time and time again. What was my words? I don't know, buddy. I wasn't listening. <laughs> you got to look up the wiring diagram. That's the very first step. Just Google the wiring diagram and find out if this will work. Uh-huh. Don't so, even open the box. Just Google the wiring diagram. So I took a picture of the old thermostat, immediately unplugged so his, his reaction to me telling him this like five or six fucking times, Google the wiring diagram, Google the wiring diagram. His reaction is, let me just rip my thermostat off the wall and fucking dive in, bud. And I did. I went whole hog. And uh, and got got the new one hooked up, man. No problem. Like it looked like the wires were all right. No power. Nothing. Dead. Now, mind yeah. you, before we get to the end of the story, mind you, Sunday was like the hottest day of the week. It was like ninety-seven <laughs> degrees outside. And so Jeff I, and I are just laughing because we know, right? We both have had this thermostat. We've both hooked it up. We understand that there are things that happen when hooking up a thermostat that you can't account for. So we're just like kind of laughing at each other because you're you're like, oh, I'm just going to hook this up and it's going to fucking work. And I'm like, yeah, man. not really. That's not how it's going to work. So I, I hook up the new one. Nothing happens. We kind of look at a couple things. No, no dice. And so then I hook up the old one that was broken, but only broken because it wouldn't switch to heat. So hook up the old one. Same exact way. Go to turn on the air. And what's it do? nothing it's right. fucking dead dead in the water so we were like trying to figure out what happened the number of times dude that you just took it off the wall and put it back on though like it was fucking golden God, yeah so just like, just like turn it off and turn it back on reboot yep. reboot the computer i was trying anything oh. i could man and so here i am trying any possible fucking number of things to work and the, the temperature's just climbing in this house it, it got <laughs> boiling hot yeah, i got up to 90 it was pretty fucking warm in the house and thankfully you know that night it was supposed to get really cool down monday and so 
we just kind of had to wait it out. Tony was long gone by the time we actually had to wait it out. It was cool enough, but we went outside <laughs> that and lit a fire. Factor. I probably would have stayed there and fell asleep, but I was like, I got air I'm conditioning. Un- I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to go home to my air. <laughs> So, That's right. So, uh, yeah, we ended up having like a fire and everything because it got so nice outside. It was, uh, man, it, it ended up being a pretty good time. But, yeah, the thermostat stuff, that was pretty that was pretty golden. So what was the solution? You had you had the HVAC guy come out? So, you know, we, we talked about the poop story last week and, and having to cut up a, a pipe, right? Yep. So that dude showed up Wednesday to kind of take a look at, hey, what's the sitch? What are we looking at as far as cutting into concrete? digging up and re-putting in some pipe, you know, business like that. And he's like, you're probably looking three, maybe four tops probably. Uh, And I think four is even way high. Like he was like 25 to three probably. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, while you're here, can you take a look and see why this is? Yeah, 25 hundo to cut up concrete Uh, and lay a new pipe. I thought that was kind of way cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Listen, dude, I've been laying pipe most of my life. I could do that for free. (laughs) Listen, nobody wants your pipe, buddy. Not not that kind of pipe. No, okay, not got that it. Pipe. Um, <laughs> yours is that old flimsy shit. You know what I mean? I'm looking for that new hotness. Unless the winner's smashing her with a floppy, and she <laughs> says, "Come at me." Things are okay. Yeah. You've been smashing her with a floppy for five minutes, you know. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, okay, well, let me take a look. And he's kind of looking at a couple things and he's like, well, this thermostat should work. No problem with the amount of wires you have. There should be no problems. He's like, well, let's look downstairs. It's like, oh, this little three amp fuse fucking toasted man gonzo toasted i'm like cool you got one okay. he's like i don't have one on me he's like i didn't bring one i'm like okay for obvious reasons so, so this was down on the panel that we looked at uh, yeah where we took the door off down on the panel right so he's on like the furnace. Well, he's like what probably happened is because you didn't kill power when you hooked this up you probably touched a wire and it just zapped it like, i i don't i just want to say that i might have recommended that on several occasions so he i might have literally said did you flip off your circuit and so he says you know just go buy it. they're super cheap and go buy one no problem and that'll take care of your problems so i'm like okay cool <clears throat> swap the wire nothing swap the uh-huh. swap the fuse i mean nothing I, right. I got a fuse from her father and her father and, and it didn't work so i'm like okay maybe his fuses are old or something so i'll just buy a box of new fuses because you never know buy a box of new fuses plug it in nothing so i'm like okay fine and we'd have the i have the new one hooked up because i'm just like well fuck it whatever so i call the heating and cooling people today <laughs> he shows up about three right about three o'clock and we go down to the basement and uh, immediately he walks downstairs with me and he's like hey uh you leave that door off this whole time and i was like oh yeah definitely i was like i, w- I want to make sure it was going to work i don't want to put the door on Tell I knew it was going to work. He's like, well, uh, you see that, you see that little thing right there. That's a safety. So nothing's going to fire if you don't have the door on. <laughs> so okay. all it took was for him to put the door back on and that thermostat works just fucking fine. So the, so the fuse, right. The fuse was blown. That was the ultimate okay. issue. But what, had I known that I had to put the door back on for anything to happen, I would have had that fixed without having to call anybody where I hope he didn't charge you for that. Definitely more, more than like maybe a trip charge. No, he, he was like, I was hoping this is going to take longer because I didn't want to take another call today. So I'm going to go downstairs and, and make sure everything looks good for when your heat comes on. Just cause he's like, I'm just going to waste some time. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So I flipped the heat on while he was there just to see, I, you know, I, I factory reset, I factory reset the, uh, the, the, the Honeywell and, and yeah, man, we're, we're up and moving. So, uh, long story short everything's fine but it was sure fun to watch me struggle wasn't yeah. it yeah 
Let me check my messages real quick. No That's Venmo. weird. I haven't got a Venmo. No, no, no Venmo. Venmo. <laughs> no Venmo no yet. Venmo yet. No, no Venmo yet. Been up and running since about three o'clock, you said? <clears throat> That's six hours and no Venmo. Uh, right. Yeah. Listen, it's just how it's going to go. Okay. All right. All right. Football's back, baby. We had this conversation on another show that shall not be named tonight, actually. We should start using that as our theme song. So that's funny. Good, oh, good job God. out of you. Monday Night Football theme song. Yeah. But I also said it was on like, Thursday, so whatever. I, I said it was like, uh, I, I don't even remember who I named. Charlie Dan- Is it Charlie Daniels that does that? Hank Williams Jr. I, I said Charlie Daniels. That was way off. Charlie Daniels definitely definitely didn't go down to Georgia looking for a solid steal. Totally the wrong guy. Looking for some football to steal. That's right. Anyway. Uh, listen, here's your check-in. We're at the third quarter. Four minutes, 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. It's uh, Houston 7, Kansas City 24. Yep. A couple things I wanted to cover here as I was watching the pregame and then into the kickoff. I know you were recording the other show that fucked that show. Uh, National Anthem. Only one player on KC knelt. Okay. 57. Yeah. Hey, there's the Rock. Uh, there is the Rockies there. Uh, just, I got that the going queen, as well. The Queen's there. Captain right, right next to there. the Queen. Yeah, they got a whole bunch of uh, cardboard cutouts in the stands. It's oh, pretty yeah. funny. But only one player on the KC, uh, KC Chiefs knelt. The Texans elected to stay in the locker room for all of the pregame festivities, including the anthem. So they came out after the anthem. I thought that was a little um, – I thought that was kind of noteworthy because I didn't expect that or know that that was really a thing you could do. But that's what they did. And the other thing is the players, I guess, made the decision and the NFL f- f- okayed it that they would have a moment of unity before the game actually kicked off. And so all 52, 53 players on each team got together and locked arms in the middle of the field, and they just had kind of a moment of silence. And I guess the players drafted up seven phrases regarding social uh, justice that were displayed on the, the like the Titantron thing, but not on TV, which was kind of weird. That is weird. But uh, <clears throat> it's a, it was a little bit of a rocky start. Everybody's a little rusty. Um, but, you know, Casey's on their bullshit, already scoring a bunch of touchdowns and scoring points and a whole bunch of yardage. Here's what I'll say. The Broncos took a couple, <laughs> couple L's the last couple of days. So, fuck the Chiefs, number one. Uh, number two, rest in peace. I can bon- hear myself in your microphone. Why are your headphones like turned all the way what? up? No, they're not even. I'll turn my my microphone volume down. But no, that's not that's not normal. Um, number one, uh, yeah, fuck the Chiefs. Number two, Von Miller, rest in peace. He like ripped up his ankle and fucked that shit up. So, Von Miller's out close to the year. It sounds like. Uh, and then today, yep. today, Cortland Sutton uh, just blew his shoulder apart man uh so yeah but concerns that he might not be able to play uh at least game one hoping that it's only a sprain and he can come back and play game two and and, and be okay but man one feels great to have football back and and two it kind of really brings together this this cold weather right yeah it was just really nice to see football and it's really nice i'm still kind of watching it's it here there, at sidebar and uh man sunday though <laughs> noon browns versus ravens i'm gonna be amped up i'm gonna have some food I'm gonna have some daddy beverages 
and there he's sitting here by myself. I <laughs> would like to extend an invitation to you if you'd like to come down. Uh, I work, and you know I work, but I appreciate the the false <laughs> the false ask. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right. Anything else you want to say about football? Um, I, I just want to say that I don't think we're going to get a full year. Um, but I've been proven wrong with how far we've gotten in baseball, how well basketball has done that's been in a bubble, uh, and and every other major sport, honestly. So um NFL was definitely on their on their stuff tonight about COVID and, and several times you heard about the fact that there were like sixty six thousand some tests done and only five truly positive cases and all that stuff. So Yeah, sure. I some of this I mean I'll keep my conspiracy theory stuff to myself when it comes to sports as a whole. Um, but I will say it is just fantastic seeing football back. Did you, uh, did you peep the face mask? No. Who's got a face like, mask? Uh, old Andy Reed. Oh, did you see a face surgical guard? mask? <laughs> face guard. Yeah, just absolutely fogged over. Oh yeah. That dude's just screaming in that thing and just barely breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, listen, we got a uh, light, new lightning round this week. Oh. A whole bunch of topics on here we're going to go lightning through. Lightning round sound? Uh, that. That's the one. I know you don't like it, but I don't see any effort on your part to find a new one, so you can gladly fuck right off. Let's get into it. I got, uh, I think it's like eight topics on here. You know the deal, lightning round. We say it, we comment on it really quickly, and then we move on to the next one. You ready? I am ready. Why again? Every time. Ant-Man star Paul Rudd, he's uh, he's going to start narrating documentaries about ants and other small creatures. Thought that was pretty good. Paul Rudd is great. He should narrate a lot of things. I'm into that. I I feel like he would be a really good narrator, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I think he's got a great he's got, voice. He's got a good voice. Yep. Uh, next one, RoboCop is getting a prequel TV show that's in development, but it doesn't really have RoboCop. If it's a prequel, it couldn't have RoboCop. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What a, what a weird thing to have a prequel about RoboCop and call it RoboCop, but not have RoboCop. A movie I've never seen. We've discussed that, which is the only reason it's on here. Uh, Apparently they're going to just, obviously if you haven't seen RoboCop, here's the deal, right? Is there is a cop. He gets fucked up and they make him into a robot. So pretty sure it's probably going to be about that cop. Um, Alex Murphy is the cop's uh, character's name. But anyway, next one. HBO Max, it's going to start getting um, tiering. So uh, ad supported tiering. So instead of just paying the money and you get the content, you're going to be able to kind of like how Hulu does. You know what I'm saying? Are we talking like a free version? I don't think it, it doesn't talk about a free version. I'd I would, be shocked if they actually had a free version. I would but, like a five dollar uh, version, maybe. Yeah, it sounds like there's going to be a tiered program where you pay a little bit less money, but you have four to seven minutes of ads per hour. Okay, I could deal with that. That's not so different than like six bucks for Hulu or whatever, sure. and you get Hulu's a few a great ads value. every. Hulu is a great value. Tons of content. Next up, Star Wars Mandalorian Season 2. We missed this coming last out in week. October. Yeah, we missed this last week. It's super great news. Sounds awesome. Sounds like they're expanding the universe while trying to keep the core story going. And, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm there. Bumped Carl Weathers, 30th, baby. Carl Weathers and Gina Carano to series regulars. So that's exciting. Car- Carl Weathers is not an exciting addition. He dude, was, Carl Weathers is great. Dude, he was booty cheeks. Wow. He's booty. He's old as fuck, and it's not going to be good. But hey, 
I didn't like him that much. I can't believe I, you liked him that. I the, did. The, the I, bounty I, hunter guy. Like you really liked his character. I just I like Carl Weathers. So and every time I see him, sure. I think of his bullshit in Arrested Development. So if you haven't seen that, like that might be why you don't care for it as much. Because I think I think most people are probably on the Happy Gilmore train. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, who doesn't? Yeah, Chubbs is great. But I mean, if if you, you just got to watch the the few times he's on Arrested Development and it's excellent. What are you yeah. throw away that chicken? Don't throw away that chicken bone. <laughs> throw that into a pot of water. Next story here. Next story here. PUBG, you know, player unknown battleground, recently downloaded by Derek Vance. Yeah, over three fucking days, mind you. The mobile version of this game made three point five million dollars to date. Billion microtransactions. Billions. Now, the reason I throw this on there is, one, that's a lot of fucking money, okay? In 2020 alone, they've made $1.9 billion. However, my immediate thought and where I went with this in my brain is like, hey, if you don't think Epic's losing out and Apple's losing out on this shit that they got going on back and forth, here's your evidence is uh, Fortnite is much larger than PUBG Mobile, and PUBG Mobile just raked in $1.8 billion this year. It's uh, it, it, it. Yeah, that that tells you uh, there are some whales out there just looking to dump some money. True that. Uh, including whales that are looking to dump money. GameStop has closed nearly 400 stores this year. They're expecting on their uh, total yearly P&L to lose over $100 million. I don't, are we the only one that knows what a P&L is? Profit and loss statement. Basically, the the only thing that matters at the end of the year as a company. Thank you. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that like we know what it, anytime anywhere else I've been is I'm like, hey, what's the PL? And they're like, what? Like p- penile? Penile system? And I'm like, no, the P P never mind. Do you not have a comment? I mean here's the thing GameStop, with GameStop. Is, GameStop's done, dude. It's like the last bastion of no, game stores. I think GameStop is just trying to really reinvigorate to the stores that are profitable and, and really drive home the service they're trying to offer. I mean, Reggie just got came on board to the board of directors for GameStop. So I don't think yep. GameStop's dying. I think they're making the right call, which is there was already too many GameStops. Physical media is already a slowly dying breed, but used media is also way dying so yeah reggie these uh (laughs) these stores they don't need to be reggie they don't need to have four in like a des moines metro area you know what i mean yeah you're right and gamestop still has over five thousand stores they've been decreasing like 12 percent year over year on the number of stores last year they closed 600 and now this year they're aiming at about 450 to 500 stores uh over over a period of a year so yeah they really are consolidating i don't know if this was just like a big franchise play a lot of these are independently owned uh in some cases so just a lot of expansion in that golden era of gaming in the early 2000s into the 2010s. And now here we are with physical and they really perfect example of a company that did not adapt. Well, and I think if you look at a lot of different companies from that era and you see how expansive they got so fast thinking that, Oh my God, we hit gold and then they all had to retract or, or end up closing businesses. This is very on point with a lot of those. Next up, Xbox Game Pass announced this uh, week that they're going to be adding EA's Play subscription service at no extra cost. 
Super awesome. That's starting. That's starting. I believe in October, right? In the holiday season or something like that. I believe is what I read. So, uh, either yeah, way, it's super exciting. Um, I, I, I've said this since. Uh, well, said, said this for a while, at least for during this show. Um, Xbox has done a great job of giving you content, whether it be their own right. or through a third party. Um, Game Pass is already the best streaming service on a video game platform out there uh game pass ultimate is a great service in and of itself and to add ea play on top of that I, and that's just icing on the cake not to be confused with ea all access uh, it, but ea play is the better of the two services i'd they, say they've conver- they know they've all converged into one it is all ea play now oh is that right yeah, okay EA so. access is ea play now uh, that'll be nice. You know, I do. There are a couple games on Dead EA's. Space. Okay, so yeah, Dead Space I knew is one that you were gonna bring up, but I'm still, I still want to play Anthem. It plays oh, like booty on the console, but it's don't. supposed to play pretty well on the PC. And you know, I know you don't, but I'm into it. And I played like, remember how I played like an hour of it? And I was pretty, I was pretty into it, except for the fact that it ran at like 15 frames a second. <laughs> Okay, fine. Just it's really bad. Go ahead Don't and do that. It's really bad. Not comment. Uh, another article here uh, that I thought was kind of interesting. A whole bunch of content creators, uh, specifically these few big ones, are in some heat for receiving coronavirus relief funds. So, do you know these people? Phase Clan. Mm-mm. So, Phase Clan is just a very large group of professional. Uh, gamers. Um, a lot of them are Call of Duty players, Fortnite players, but it includes guys that I watch every day Nick Merckx, Tim Tatman, uh, Cloaksy, Symphony, um, a whole bunch of pretty much the, the top tier streamers that are also tournament players are all part of FaZe Clan. I think there's a hundred some odd people, but FaZe, people in FaZe Clan, or I should say, not people in FaZe Clan, but Face Clan, but the company itself, Face Clan. Jeffrey Star, who's another, just he's a dirtbag, but he's a really popular I, social I know media Jeffrey guy. Star because the wife has ordered some of his makeup products before. Right. Yes, and then uh, probably the biggest one on here is Mr. Beast. Um, all accepted coronavirus federal loans. Uh, some of them in excess of a, a million to two million dollars. Wow. Right. Wow. Did, does yeah. it say so, which one was which? So Jeffrey Star uh, reportedly were nope. Oh, uh, wow. re- reportedly uh, w- received loans, multiple loans between three hundred fifty thousand and one million dollars, uh, because these loans have been these loans have been chunked out over the period of five months. Sure, Phase uh, Clan was the largest. They were they were approved a loan of two million dollars. And then Mr. Beast um, apparently has accepted loans in the amounts of one hundred and fifty and two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The only person I could say that really should earn so Jeffree Star not hurting for money. Okay, no, not uh, that makeup bullshit. Face Clan not hurting for money. The only one I could see maybe making any sense is Mr. Beast, just because his content is driven by massive giveaways, right? Like he's giving away cars. Uh, he's He's like Pootie Pie, but like Ugh. he gives gives shit away. But he's giving out cars, houses, paying off mortgages, like just randomly giving out thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. So sure. his his whole thing is funded basically by sponsors. So I don't know what the financials are for his 
you know, obviously I think he's making money. He wouldn't be in it for no reason, but right. I doubt that he, I doubt that he's as rich as people like Jeffree Star. Yeah. Right. I mean, it does feel like Jeffree Star for sure has a lot of money. Yeah. So bad thing here is that these loans are, they're designed and they're aimed at small businesses that are unable to generate revenue at this time. And here we go. We got some people soaking up the money just cause. Right. And, and you knew it was going to happen sooner or later or somewhere. It's just weird to see it be online content creators like this. Yep. Last one on the lightning round. Epic trying to get Fortnite back on the app store as soon as possible. They dropped a, a ton of users. Yeah. So what was weird about this for me is Epic, the one that was like, hey, we're going to change shit knowing we're going to get banned. And yeah. Apple is like half of their business model. <laughs> And I think they really thought because of that, they were going to have sure. some leverage. And I thought so, too. And Apple's like, no, I'm good. And so Epic's now like, uh, hey, can we uh, we get back on that shit or, or we just out here on our own? Just weird to me. Just weird uh, going to me back to, to. Well, just going back to PUBG making one point eight billion dollars. Right. Um, Assume assume that even half of that is on Apple and do some rudimentary math. Apple would have made like three hundred thousand, three hundred million dollars. Like, uh, it's a lot of fucking money, right? It's a lot of money. Yeah. So, Epic's in the same front of they've are they've far, foregone losing thirty percent to instead lose twenty percent, right? By doing it on their own. Sure. So. At this point, that 10% difference, I'm sure that they're feeling it because people are probably not playing their game as much. And they're in the midst of like kind of a cool battle pass. The current the current season's all about Marvel superheroes and stuff. Yeah. And, and it's kind of fun. I like I watched Ted play some of it. It's kind of cool. All right. And, and you know what Fortnite is doing that I really like? I know this is kind of getting out of the lightning round and maybe into more of a dedicated story is Fortnite is kind of turning into the new generation Minecraft um, where they've really started to distance themselves away from the battle royal. Like they still do that, but they have so many custom game modes. They have a creative builder programs and stuff like that now that it's more like Minecraft if you want to play it that way and you want to do kind of PVE stuff, right. then it is about a Royal. I don't have any, any desire to play Minecraft, let alone Fortnite. And so nope. that doesn't do much for me. I do just think it's interesting that the company that shot, that shot the first shot is now kind of crawling back little by little to be like, I could take you. I would love you to take me back. And Apple's like, We're Apple's take- made up of some of the, Biggest geniuses in the world. Like they knew 50, it was. We're gonna take fifty percent now, assholes. To come back. Yeah. I'm sure they will be just fine with signing them right back up at thirty percent. Hopefully. Got some Xbox news oh. this week. Big uh, Xbox kind of, news. I really enjoyed how Xbox handled this, right? So there were a couple leaks that got out about the Xbox Series X, including the the price, the release date, the specs, and the the actual you know the physical look and feel of it and size and everything, right? And Xbox's response was just one of those memes, one of those funny memes of that puppet just looking around like 
oh shit. Right. <laughs> like that, that was exactly what their response was, which they then later that day just said, Hey, the cat's out of the bag. Here it is. This is all, this is all true. So we got the Xbox series X, which is going to be coming out November, I think 11th I saw. Um, and it's going to be November 10th, November 10th. And it's going to be 300 bucks. I think the Xbox series S poses more of an interesting discussion based on the PlayStation digital version, the the PS5, whatever that is, only right. because, and, and I talked about this earlier a little bit, and maybe you're going to have a little bit better insight. If you go $200 cheaper <clears throat> for the Xbox Series S to the Xbox Series X, which is $500, they confirmed that yeah. week too. Now, the Xbox Series S spec-wise same processor, different clock speed, different internal RAM, smaller hard drive. I mean, there's there's some substantial differences as far as performance goes. No disk drive. By all accounts, the, the digital PlayStation 5 is the same thing inside as the disk-based PS5. So my question to you is, what does Sony do with this? Do they try to market their diskless version at $300, similar to the series s or because of the power they're going to put in their console considering they're not taking anything away do they ask for more money or do they do the biggest dick swing of the world and this is not my idea but this is a great idea do they do the big dick swing of the world and go disc based ps5 four hundred dollars disc version three hundred dollars no i i think at this point what you can expect is the the same uh you're gonna i think get a ps5 for 500 and you're gonna get the less expensive offshoot um maybe a little less powerful because those specs still have not come out for that disc less version but i think maybe they they decrease the specs and they go 300 too i think you have i think you kind of have a neck and neck situation here i just think that sony's got a really good opportunity to kind of fuck over Microsoft here, which is kind of Sony's MO. I don't see them doing it, but at the same time, now that Microsoft has kind of let the cat out of the bag at $500, Sony knows that they do the same thing they did last time. I mean, undercut them by a hundred dollars minimum. They're, they're going to win. You know what I mean? They, they can't, they can't make money long-term at that. I think, I think they need to understand that they're in a better position with their game lineup and the, uh, the gap in improvements that they have versus what Xbox does. Cause I mean, if you own a series, an Xbox, uh, an Xbox, uh, uh, I don't even know what you call it. What do I have? An Xbox one X? X one X. Oh, one X. Yes. Uh, if you have a one X, it's not that worth it to upgrade. Uh, unless you have cutting edge television or monitors. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a few teraflops in there and the solid state's probably the biggest deal. Um, but aside from that, that's kind of it. Yeah. And with the Xbox series S coming out and it being at 1440 at 60 frames a second up to 120, frames a second at 1440 that's kind of a cool deal and it'll upscale obviously to 4k this is kind right. of the, the deal with all of these but native 1440 at 120 frames it's a big deal is that is that's like the go-to for 
PC gamers that that's what everybody plays at is 1440 at either 120 or 144 frames a second. Right. Um, and I can tell you from personal experience, it's butter smooth and it that increases your uh, gaming experience far more than more resolutions and more pixels. Right. So you, you think so, you think we're going to get a five and a three? Same, same, same deal. Yeah, yeah, same deal. I, really do. But I think I think this is going to be an apples to apples thing, you, and it's really going to be more about the content. But if if the PS Five is running the same innards on both consoles, how do you justify dropping it two hundred dollars? A disc drive is well, that's two hundred dollars. Not sure. That's what I'm not sure that was confirmed. Was they did show a discless version, but was it confirmed that's all the same internal hardware? I mean, they didn't show anything separate from it, so I suppose you can make yeah. that case that they didn't say one way or the other. But they didn't say. The diskless version is going to be less powerful, you know, and, and here's I, the difference. I think the, the argument is the argument for it being the same minus a disc player is probably the size. If you look at the Xbox X compared to the uh, Xbox Series S, so they are three times larger. Yeah. So so my question to you is this. If it comes out that the PS5 disc based and diskless are the same inside, do you still hold true that they're going to drop that by $200? Or do you see no, it at $100? Four hundred and a five hundred dollar option. That's my thing. Is I think it's four to five, unless Sony really wants to be an asshole, and I can see him doing it because, um, again, this is not my my quote, but they were dropping, they were losing two hundred dollars on each unit when they launched the PS3. So right. if, if Sony wants to do that again and drop two hundred dollars on a, your whatever it is they're going to lose on a PS5 to undercut Microsoft to go four and three, I could see him doing it. We're in a different environment. I just don't. I don't know that you can hemorrhage that much money up front, um, especially when you've got games that are getting delayed and and shit like that. I really think this is going to be more a battle of content. You know, you have Xbox's Game Pass um, and all those benefits versus Sony's just really timed exclusives and really good first party games. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a, a battle no matter what. In my opinion, um, I think the services are there for Microsoft to back it up. We talked about Game Pass Ultimate and what it's what it's giving you. Um, but man, I just I think I've basically decided that I'm not going to be yeah. buying an Xbox. I don't think I'm going to be buying either console currently. I, I we talked no. about this last time. I think mid you know March ish, unless for some reason I just randomly come across one that I can buy right away. Um, Otherwise, I, I don't feel the need to buy one right now. Like, I'm good. Yeah, I don't either. It'll be interesting to see what the resale market does on these consoles, uh, the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, what the resale market looks like when the consoles come out. Because, I mean, right now I could trade in my Xbox One X for around 200 bucks. Um, so, I mean, that might be 300 bucks for a console sounds a lot better than $500 for a console. And in theory, I won't have any need for the One X if I get a Series X. See, and I'm I would rather keep my PS4 Pro and put that upstairs and, and get a PS5. So trading my PS4 Pro and is not something that I am really super right. into, into doing. But we'll see when the time comes. Uh, Ninja is back on the Twitch. See that deal go down. I, I didn't see what the deal was worth, but I, I also don't give a shit. You, you're way more into the stream it's, except than I am, so. It's not been announced, but he got, what, $30 million to go to Mixer? Uh, more, so, I, mean, I you think gotta, it was more than that. 
I think it was thirty million. Um, thirty so, million guaranteed. I mean, you mean? Right. So I I think you gotta you gotta think he's he's in in the tens of millions for right. a multi year deal with Twitch, who in theory has more money to play around with. But yeah, he was back on back on that shit today, and it sounds like he's gonna start diversifying his his gaming selection. Like he's got a really obviously a really loyal fan base of Fortnite people, but it sounds like he's gonna be playing more Call of Duty, Fall Guys, things like that, and and uh, Call of Duty Black Ops when it comes out. Yeah, and and I think. That's kind of the streamer move, right? Is to you gotta evolve. You gotta evolve. Yep, exactly. You you hit on the head. You gotta evolve. He was as Mixer was launching, he was getting left behind with the evolution of streaming. Like um, all of the pro players, a lot of those guys in Face Clan that we've talked about, they were playing Fortnite, and then they really started to get heavy into Call of Duty. And it's it's clear to i think anybody that call of duty is just a much better game it runs better it performs better better. it's more more intricate it's more accurate Um, it's more fun to watch yeah fortnite is definitely a kid's game it's not appealing to me yeah ninja hadn't really adapted to that at the time that he was on mixer and then you know now mixer's dead so he's coming back and i think he does have to do that to survive and stay really relevant because he was never really popular for his like gimmick right like like dr disrespect is popular or nick marks is popular because they they have like a character and a persona he was just really popular because he was like the first one on the scene and he had blue hair and he streamed with celebrities sometimes no he was the he was the Fortnite guy like he will always be the Fortnite guy right he's kind of branded uh moving on here Ubisoft Forward had their September event, and I don't know that there's too much that I care about. Yeah, there is. Immortals Phoenix Rising looked kind of cool. Bad name. Um, it's a it's a bad name, and the and then when they got into the gameplay, it didn't seem all that different than a lot of games. Um, and, and just so yeah, that being a Breath of the Wild clone is not for me. That's exactly kind of where a lot of what I was seeing and frankly how I felt was it looked a little bit like Breath of the Wild meets Fable. Um, they announced a Prince of Persia Stands of Time remake. It's fine. Sure. Nothing. That. Nothing. Yeah. We'll see if it's going to be a full $60 or how robust the remake is as time goes on. They announced some updates for Hyperscape. I think Hyperscape's kind of getting shit on after that initial push. Nobody's really playing that game. I, I still have yet to play it. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, I, I played like two games. Um, Rainbow Six Siege gets, uh, gets some love in. Not really that into that. Scott Pilgrim versus the world is I'm getting a 10 year anniversary. I'm waiting for that. That's cool. That game's great. Right. I, I like the movie a lot. That game's really good. Yep. And then some more information on watchdogs, lead legion riders Republic. What we did not see was ass creed, which I kind of expected some more of. Sure. And we didn't get any of their like kind of smaller arcadey games like Raymond or uh, anything like that. No so, Rabbids. No Rabbids, no Rayman, no... I think Abe's World is their thing, too, right? No, Abe's Odyssey or whatever. Not, no, that's not them, I don't think. Okay. Well, either way. either way, it wasn't great. Sure. It was did, fine. Did they talk about a third one? No. Oh, interesting. Okay. They talked about the second one last time, so I wonder if they were going to tease a third. Gotcha. 
Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War had a streamer's day yesterday, which was pretty cool. Did you catch any highlights or anything? I did not. I did not go 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 seek it out, unfortunately. I did see some screenshots that kind of appealed to me, which looked uh, here's what I saw in the screenshots. It was dark and I saw a lot of neon yeah. lights and those, both of those things got me <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. So they kind of had they kind of had this event where <clears throat> they had some production pre-production of here's some of the maps, here's some of the features, here's some of the things that are returning and some of the new stuff. And that's all fine. Nothing mind blowing about that. They did talk about some of the maps, though. I mean, and you're all over the world. They had a Miami map, which is where you're talking about a lot of neon. Um, then they had, you know, maps out in the desert. They had maps on, like in the sea. What was kind of cool to see is that, at least with multiplayer, which is what this was focused on, there are a lot of vehicles. I mean, there are tanks, there are um, jet skis, there are like U boats. There's a whole bunch of shit going on on these maps. And then they kind of surprised us. They said, hey, only thing we've talked about it, only thing to do now is to play it. And then you had like half a dozen Twitch streamers that all got into live alpha testing of their multiplayer. They were allowed to stream it. And so they went through a bunch of maps, played a bunch of different modes. It was pretty cool, man. It, It looks really good you seem pretty excited about it personally i i didn't want to go out and and seek that stuff out and and it's only because i'm still of the mind that i don't need another call of duty i feel like modern warfare honestly could just get a giant ass patch and make it 200 fucking gigs 300 gigs for all i care and black ops kind of impedes my feeling there i'm not sold on buying another call of duty game really um right I just don't it does raise some questions because they, they did specifically talk about Warzone, even though they didn't show any of it. But they did confirm that Warzone will just continue to evolve. and Inside that, of Black uh, Ops? In, inside of Modern Warfare. Oh, okay. Uh, or, yes, inside of Black Ops. Okay, they'll okay. have a Warzone, but it, it will be the same. So, like, people that play War Warzone from Modern Warfare will be playing with people that play Warzone On and have Black Cold Ops War. in there. Yeah. Yep, and there will be there will be inter- the weapons will be interchangeable and all this different stuff. So they really talked about it being a progression based thing, but that yeah, Infinity Ward is completely taking it over um, from from Treyarch. So sure that it's going to be developed in a different engine. So there was some really interesting dialogue about like everybody's going to be able to play together no matter what version you're, that you're playing, but there's going to be different engines and. I, I don't know what the logistics are, but they must have it figured out. That's weird to me, but I, I, I'll let it, you know, I'll see what it is. When it, when it, yeah, we'll see what it plays out like. I want to talk quick about uh, this news that NVIDIA made. They announced their 3000 series graphics cards. People are which, going nuts about this shit, right? Yeah, like the internet blew up, which is un, not very common for a release of a graphics card lineup, right? But the big deal here is that it's been a few years since um, new NVIDIA cards came out. So they had their, you know, they had their 1000 series and they had their 2000 series a couple years ago and they've had, they have the step ups, right? So the 1080 used to be the flagship. Then they had the 1080 Ti, then the 2080, now the 2080 Ti. Well, coming up next month, they're going to have the 3000 series. So you have a 3060, 3070, 80, and 90. And the big deal here is that these are, in some cases, three times as powerful as the equivalent current gen versions of these graphics cards at 
much less cost. So if you were to go out and you were to find an RTX 3080 Ti right now or 2080 Ti right now, that card would probably cost you twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. Right, that's a lot of money. The RTX 3080 that's going to be coming out is about two and a half times more powerful. So more horsepower, basically. And it's coming out at $700. Whoa. Yeah. And you can get into an RTX flagship 3070 for 500 bucks. So the cost for performance is astronomical. A lot of what graphics cards are based on are what they call CUDA cores. And so an RTX 2080 Ti has about 39, depending on the models you get, between 39 and 5,400 CUDA cores, right? This new one's going to have 8,700 stock. And that's not even like the and that's, uptick, right? That's the $700 one? Correct. Yeah. Wow. So for like half the cost, you're getting twice the performance. So it's that's a lot. It's, it is pretty mind-boggling. And so the RTX 3070 for 500 bucks, that's looking pretty attractive considering that a lot of people have graphics cards right now that um, could easily resell for two to $300. Sure. For me, as a person who would want to get a PC and still needs to get that shell from you that you have, the idea of going, hey, people might want to get these 3080s and shit and try to sell off their other ones, and they would take less for them now because it would get them in the pocket of a new card cheaper. Hey, that's a good deal. Right. Yeah, and and uh, it'll be interesting to see next month um, as uh, – or actually later this month as NVIDIA is releasing these cards, AMD is going to be coming out with their new flagship models and discussing those. <laughs> the which new Ryzen's. Well, the Ryzen's are their processors, um, oh, okay. so this will be their graphics cards, but they're expected to – the Radeon graphics cards. Oh, is it they're still Radi- They're have, still doing Radeons? Wow. Oh, yeah, but that's what I got my PC is okay. Radeons. Um, but they're expected to have similar increases in performances. So uh, we're in kind of a new age where, you know, a 3070 is – like maybe about one and a half times as powerful as what you're going to get in a PlayStation five and an Xbox one uh, one, or an Xbox series X. So it's, it's more capable now than ever to think that you can for pretty similar cost fit out a computer to be like a console. I think the, the, yeah, the the cost effectiveness of putting together a PC that's going to outperform a console really comes down to the fact if you want console exclusives, right? That's true. That's really kind of it. Uh, Let's get into the wrestling. So did you catch any of the highlights from AEW All Out? Yeah, I I watched uh, some highlights from All Out. Uh, I watched... A good chunk of AEW last night before I passed out, and then I watched the Finn Balor and uh, Adam Cole match. So I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay on the uh, the old wrestling. I think so, um, AEW All Out by all accounts was a pretty good pay per view. <laughs> yeah. I I caught some of the highlights. One big blemish. Go ahead. I mean Matt Hardy cracking his fucking head on the skull and scaring <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, half yeah, death. Uh, yeah, it looked like he might have died, like legitimately, that he just like went completely just limp. flat. Yep. Yeah, and limp. And uh, that they continued this match. Matt Hardy got basically kind of power slammed off of a 
uh, a skyjack or what do you call those things? Uh, yeah, skyjack. Skyjack. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's probably about ten feet up in the air with Sammy Guevara. He's supposed to get cracked through a table and went a little too far. That table maybe been a little bit too close. A short. And he his head slammed off of the pavement and he went immediately limp. Uh, Aubrey threw up the uh, the X. The X. Uh, which is which is for any good uh, any good wrestling fan that's how you know it's real. Uh, they throw up the X. That is that's the real shit. They pause the match and then restart it a little bit later after he was quote unquote cleared by doctors, which seems very and, sus. And go right to the finish. Yeah, I mean there was no they didn't pick up where they left off type of deal or nothing. They just kind of within a few minutes it was over, but. Um, they had a casino royal match to get a number one contender that Lance Archer won. Um, there was a couple women's matches. There was a couple tag team matches I mean, like Orange Cassidy and Jericho. That was the yeah the mimosa and, match was and, pretty funny. MJF and and the champ. Yep, and uh, MJF is. Uh, I think we're going to see more of this based on how that worked out. Probably the most intriguing thing. So yeah, let's let's go through those three matches. One, Jericho versus Orange Cassidy is just a really good beef going on right now. They had a mimosa match, which is just so meta because you know obviously Orange Cassidy is about orange oranges, and uh, Jericho is about the bubbly. And what do you get when you mix champagne and orange juice? But a mimosa, mimosa, uh, baby. So- First person to get dunked in the mimosa bath was the loser, and that that was uh, Jericho. And so that match was pretty good. There was a little bit of a promo on Wednesday night, Dynamite, about it. Um, so that that was fine. Uh, MJF faces off against Moxley. MJF gets a lot of color. Moxley gets some color. Uh, but ultimately, Moxley, quote-unquote, cheats because he does use the paradigm shift, which was outlawed for this match. So now there's that whole beef where they're con- kind of continuing that storyline. So I think we'll see a little bit more of that. Sure. And I think the most intriguing one that I kind of am low-key liking is Omega and Hangman drop the titles to FTR. And that buddy-buddy between Omega and Hangman seems to be over because Omega hit him with the V-trigger. He didn't hit him with the V-trigger, no. He, he, when did he hit him with the V-trigger? I thought he kicked him in the, or he kneed him right in the face. Um, I guess I didn't see the match. I didn't see the match. I'm sorry. All I know is that they, they have a big falling out, and then Omega was kind of the one that was like, I'm done. You know, everyone thought the Hangman right. was going to be the guy that snapped out, and it ultimately ended up being uh, Omega. Which was fun because they they had the go home dynamite episode and that that's where really Omega was like I'm kind of fucking done with this shit and then during the match um, apparently what happened to kind of end it is Omega uh, accidentally hit Hangman with the V trigger which okay. um, then then FTR did their like tag team spike pile driver yeah. to uh, Hangman to win the match so we got new tag team champs and. I like FTR a lot. I really like Tully Blanchard a lot. So I like the whole thing that you they got going on there. You weren't sold on the old guy being their their manager though, right? For a minute, I, I wasn't until they got on the mic with him quite a bit. He's real uh, good. Once, once, once they started putting him on the mic, you it was immediate that hey, this ain't Ric Flair. This ain't Arn Anderson. No, this guy. Got it. This guy's fully mentally capable <laughs> at his age. Yeah, totally he is not he's not taking a bump too many. Nope, he he is a good dude. Totally, totally's real good. Yeah, I mean, they they're bringing in all these old guys, right? Which I kind of like. Uh, well, Jake Roberts had that promo on Wednesday, and I was like, That's "Oh exactly. my god, it's so bad." It is bad. Yes, exactly. So they're bringing in all these old guys. I think which helps helps 
promote the story and promotes the promotion and the wrestlers. But Tully is like, he's fucking nailing it, dude, Tully's for these guy. old guys. Yeah, Tully's the guy. Yeah. He's real good. So there's there's kind of your recap of AW All Out. Um, we fast forward to Wednesday. We get some some like okay promos. It was kind of for breaking a million viewers for the first time ever on AEW. I didn't feel like it was that great of a show. I thought the show was fine. I think you hated on parts of it a little too much. Um, like I thought the opening match was pretty good. I I thought the shit with the Lucha Bros at the end was very stupid. Like shaking yeah, their hands. I thought that was a little you know eye rolly. Um, but I mean, everything else until the very end of the show, I thought was fine. Like the end of the show. What do you think about Rusev Day? I, Miro Day. They're yeah. chanting Miro Day. I'll tell you they what. They were chanting Rusev Day to begin with. No, they're chanting Miro Day. I because I, I was like, is that Rusev Day? They can't do Rusev on air. They'll have to bleep it out. It's it was Miro. Um, okay. But e- either way, Rusev, aka Miro uh, from WWE, is now all elite and. I don't like the blonde hair. I love it was a bad promo, right? I love no, I don't I don't think it was as bad. It didn't get bad till like the middle of it when he was like, When you catch kind me out here every week and I'm killing everybody every week, whenever you tune in, and it's like, Oh god, he lost it. He had I, it and he they lost really it. Really didn't script him, right? And, and that's and it, yeah. that's what I wanted to I wanted to talk about that, right? Is when it comes to WWE and they're very heavily scripted and people shit all over them for it, this is kind of a reason why, right? Is like a lot of times giving people the freedom, then they're just tripping over their words and what they're saying doesn't make any goddamn sense anyway. So oh, Kogan, we're coming for you. Right. It just it doesn't work all that well. So uh I love Rusev, a.k.a. Miro on AEW, I think he's going to do great things. I, I would love to see him as a champion of some sort. Him and Kip Sabian as tag champs would be dope. Super dope. Yeah. Um, I see the, the uh, I think he got set up really poorly by Kip Sabian. I thought the whole thing was garbage, frankly. I don't but. think the best man uh, gimmick and theme song works for me. Um, they, do they even have any rapport outside of like right now? They're both on Twitch. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, is this the only play? Like that's I was the, trying to remember, like, were they ever tag teams in any program or it, anything? That's the through line, I believe. What a stupid through line, too. Yeah, not great. Uh I'm I'm happy to see Rusev back. I think we kind of all expected it. And then like it didn't happen he right away. The trend like, of like, no, I'm not doing it. And we're like, oh, Okay. Yeah, he played. He, I don't know if he played us or he just decided like, okay, maybe this Twitch thing's not working out the way I wanted. But yeah, his his no compete expired, and he was just like, I'm fucking doing Twitch, and here we are a couple months later, and he shows up on AEW, which was kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but he, I don't know if if you got the same vibes that I did, but one, I thought he looked kind of sloppy, and two. The way that he dressed was like a little unconfident. Like I was like, is he just wearing all these bag of clothes? Like maybe he's a little out of shape. No, I thought he was wearing this up because like it was more funny than anything. Um, and kind of comical of like what he was doing. I don't think he's out of shape by any means. You check, uh, check his Twitter or check his Instagram where he's just pounding weights. He definitely oh, yeah, out of shape. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Speculation now is that Lana's going to be coming over. No. Lana's contract's up. She's been taking she's been taking the L's on uh, dark shows and stuff like that. So, you know, 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they, they happens. They have an unlimited amount of money. You know what I mean? Like they just can't keep signing everybody. Yeah, especially if they're not going to expand their programming to two nights a week. Yeah, the, and the the fact that the end of the fact that the end of Dynamite was a promo for some fucking Burt Kreischer led talent show. I was like, get out of here! What is this? Yeah, it's dumb. Synergy, uh, man. Synergy. WWE's not doing too much hotter, I'd say. Like, I'm, I've, I've actually been pretty pleased with Raw and SmackDown the last few weeks. Um, and then we got payoff on NXT of Finn becoming the two-time. Which I don't know why people are giving him so much shit because, uh, listen, if I, age, if, I could look at, if I could look that good at 39, holy shit, sign me up. The Twitter did attack WWE based on the fact that, like, hey, this is your developmental brand, your young stars, and you gave it to a forty somebody who's on the back end of their career. Yeah, uh, he's also great much, though. He is great, but they're right. They're right, dude. He's thirty nine, and yeah. most of these other people in the program are like in their mid twenties. So, yeah. trying to make some sense, yeah. right? What's the, what's the incentive to continue to work in that program if they're going to be given? If they're going to be flopping people back and forth between the main roster and giving them belts, like I don't know, man. I, I don't because they did I mean, the same thing with Charlotte. Whatever, dude. Adam Cole's thirty-one. You know what I mean? Like, there's not that big of a difference. So eight years is a lot, dude. Eight years is a lot. But uh, you're right. It, I wish Cole would have won. That'd have been is. my preference. It is, but I mean, like Velveteen's twenty-five. That's a little younger. Tommaso, let's check Tommaso real fast. Tommaso's thirty-five. Yeah, he looks he looks older he than Finn. Johnny, yeah. let's hit Johnny real fast. Sure, just I'm to be sure safe. Twenties. John, John, you think Johnny's in his twenties? Late twenties, probably. He's thirty. He's thirty-three. Uh, he's okay. he, His birthday is a year and one day before mine. He was born August fourteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Great, good story. So, I mean, mid thirties. Hey, welcome to your your developmental brand. Welcome to your underground brand, where people just fucking kill themselves for years to get any recognition. That's what this is. Speaking of underground, we got we got more raw underground. Oh, that oh my god, good. it's bad, dude. There's uh, you're putting some of your biggest stars on raw underground, and it is not Alistair Black and Kevin Owens fighting for five different matches. Fuck out of here. Yeah, with like 37 fucking camera cuts. Yeah, get, it, just the, and then that Dabo, whatever the fuck, get get out of here, dude. I don't care. Yeah. Garbage. It was bad. Uh, the best thing going on Raw right now are the tag teams. Yeah, and, Street Profits. Yep. Uh, and then uh, I like the stuff with Seth Rollins and the Mysterios. I like – there's actually quite a bit to like about Raw. The, the one sore spot honestly is this Raw underground thing that has really not come together. Um, I like the Randy Orton stuff. I like the Drew McIntyre stuff, the Street Profits. I like the Mysterio and the Rollins shit. Like there's a lot of – investment into these storylines that i'm kind of liking quite a bit and then you go to smackdown and i like that stuff too you got jay uso is going to be going against his cousin roman reigns you were a little, like you were a little salty on that I, well just because of the fact that they they just threw jay uso on tv after uh, his last appearance being in like early june i'm okay so, with that yeah, whatever. I mean, Jey Uso still hurt, I guess, and that seems to be the story of WWE is half of all the tag teams are hurt. Uh, and then, did, did you see they released uh, AOP? Yeah. That's low-key. Yeah, without saying well, they, anything. Well, they haven't been on, on TV in a long oh, time either. So AOP's so good. Yeah. I I never liked the gimmick of you, AOP. You didn't but. see him in NXT, though. 
Uh, yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. Uh, there's a, there's actually quite a few NXT tag teams that they brought up to the main roster that just didn't work out, uh, yeah. like for whatever reason. There's a lot of those. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I like the stuff going. I, I like all the programs, the main programs going on. SmackDown with Roman. I like that. Nice. I still like Bray. Um, I still like uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro, and they're crossing over to face the Street Profits, which I think is good. Uh, like, there's just the intercontinental stuff between AJ and Sammy and Shinsuke. And, no, not, uh, not Shinsuke, Jeff. Jeff. Well, Jeff Hardy, but Shinsuke challenged Jeff Hardy. That's why I said that. But anyway, yeah, I. I agree with all that stuff. The only thing that really kind of turns me off about raw that I don't know why it's getting under my skin is how hard they're pushing all of the black athletes into the same things. Like the, the MJ, the MVP six man tag match on Monday. That was all black people. It was like, it was so stark in comparison to the rest of the show. Did you say so? I don't know why it's getting so stark. Oh, sorry. Like, yeah. I thought you were going a little racist there for me. It was so stark in comparison to the rest of the show that all of your major black athletes in singles competition all were fighting each other. And it, it was the same way at the pay-per-view, and it's been that way for a couple months now. I just don't know what the angle is, and I'm not sure if it's why it's getting under my skin that much, but it's just it just becomes really apparent once you see it. It's kind of hard not to see. Well, Vince is racist, so that might be the underlying issue for sure. That's for sure the issue. Uh, last thing on the wrestling that I wanted to really bring up, though, what do you think about Triple H? Just Audi? He's not Audi. He just keeps selling stock. He still owns a shit ton. So he, the story here is that he's rumor. basically going to the rumor is that he's going to kind of be out of the company and that is reportedly because Vince said that when whenever he leaves or retires or dies that he it's not set up that any of it's going to the kids so maybe Triple H just thinks that like he was in it for the long game and now he's cut out I don't that seems like a very big internet rumor I don't believe that to be the, the truth at all but uh, you know I, I could see Hunter going and doing something on his own or, or you know, just trying to divul- di- diverge himself of whatever WWE stuff there is. He's been there how many years now doing everything he can to, to try to keep that yeah. alive. Um, I, and n- not Probably to- a little too late, but he, he should have been distan- distancing himself from events for a while well, now. And not to go right to the obvious thing, but like think about the idea that old man Triple H shows up in AEW. That pops people. Uh, that that pops people. Puts people in seats, and in a in a very free. Never will that happen, dude? No, but but in a free form environment like that, it, it could change a lot of things. Do you think there's ever a scenario where if H leaves, Michaels leaves? Imagine DX, not DX, but DX showing up in AEW. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that that, that puts asses in the seats. It, it puts eyes on the program. Do you think there's ever a scenario where WWE buys AEW? Never. Tony Khan. So? No, I don't think Tony Khan. Tony Khan will fold before he sells to Vince McMahon. AEW is nowhere near as valuable as WCW was when Vince pulled that. And now WWE is a, as a total conglomerate is far more valuable than it ever was when he bought WCW. No, so he, he won't. He won't. He won't sell. 
Tony Khan's in it. You think? Uh, yeah, I think Tony Khan's in it for the long run. The guy's got Saudi money, so like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why you're laughing. It's true. I know, but it's just like, uh, it sounds so bad when you say it like that. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) don't fuck with the cons, okay? They they have billions of dollars. Or they just cut you from their team and let their their football team be the worst possible. I feel bad for Gardner Minshew. You're talking about Shad versus... uh, Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about Shad versus Tony here. Different different kind of... Yeah, I'm just... You said don't cross them. I'm not crossing nobody. You know what I mean? All right, we're at that tight 90, so that means we got to talk about what we watched, what we played, and we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, you want to go first? Uh, I will. You know, so if you've been watching the stream, uh, played some Messenger. I'm on the final boss of Messenger, and I don't have a lot of motivation to go and finish it. Uh, that final boss is a lot fucking harder than all the other bosses in the game. It's a lot harder. It's it's just a big dick swing of like, hey, here's every mechanic all at once. Try beating the game, and then when you reload it, them telling you, oh, wait, the save file that you have is from before beating the boss. You bitched about this before on the pod, so we'll just get right past that. Bullshit. Played the messenger. I played uh, Super Mario All-Stars on Nintendo Online. That was pretty fun. I beat the first Mario game in under two hours, which... I guess I don't remember it being that slow, but I do maybe want to go back this weekend. I do have some weekend plans, Derek, but um, I would like to do a Saturday or Sunday retro vibe again and go through Mario 2, which is one of my favorite games of all time, and also Mario 3, which I know is going to take quite a bit longer. Super Mario 2, fantastic game. Yeah, Doki Doki Panic for reals. Throw throw them turnips. <laughs> yeah, bud. And catch those eggs from dinosaurs regurgitating eggs. For- Birdo. Birdo. Her name's Birdo. <laughs> respect. Whatever. Put some respect on her name. Yeah, I, I I was really impressed though with how well the game games looked. Uh, that All Stars edition is kind of like the up res version of all the original Mario games, so um, they look better, they play better. It's pretty it's pretty fun. It was honestly a really good time, and uh, I started playing Kingdoms of Amular Re Reckoning. Uh, you can go check out the VOD on the Twitch channel. Video I spent. The VOD. Uh, I probably spent the first five or ten minutes talk, just talking about the game originally when it came out, and um, it's you know Todd McFarlane does the art, Kurt Schilling put up the money, R. A. Salvatore, who's one of my favorite authors, uh, wrote all the all the lore and the story of it. Um, this is your first time playing it, right? No, I played it when it originally did you, came did out. You play I originally. Oh yeah, I put easily a hundred hours into it. I mean, it was like Skyrim, but not Skyrim. Uh, I can't tell what that is. Okay. <laughs> Andy read me make an appearance here on the show for, for Derek. That's pretty funny. Uh, the game was, I remember having just such a good time with it when it first came out. And uh, I was a little taken aback by how not up it looked. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I found out that uh, there's an FOV slider and a graphical slider. And so once I updated that and I, zoomed out the camera a little bit and increased the graphics i was much happier with it uh it's working a lot better and i like it quite a bit i did play like two hours yesterday off camera um just because i don't i don't think i want to stream the entire thing you know what i'm saying it's a lot Uh, it's a lot to say i'm gonna sit here and sit and record it's like a 50 hour hour game yeah yeah so i think i think that'll be if if we were making youtube content 
maybe that'd be a little different if we could find some time where you could commentate with me while I play a game. That might motivate me a little bit more to play it all on video, but that's not where we're at in life. And I also started watching the show The Boys on Amazon. Right. Uh, I would recommend it. It is really entertaining. It is kind of a... It's kind of like an alternative reality where we have superheroes, but they're all celebrities and they all work for like this massive corporation that obviously money is a factor. So they're all kind of crooked in their own way, but they're all a little fucked up and have their own story. So it's a pretty man. The show is enthralling. I'll just say that. I do want to give it a shot. It's got Carl Urban in it. He's like the big name actor in it, right? Yeah, yeah, he plays Billy Butcher. Uh, Anthony Carr is also in it. That plays like one of the main uh, superheroes. That's actually kind of a dirtbag. Uh, he is really good, very method actory in this. And uh, there's uh, just some a slew of probably like C list actors that you might recognize in the show. I would like to check it out. I keep hearing great things about it. So. Yeah, they're in their second season and different than how like Netflix is doing a lot of their shows where like, hey, it comes out this day and all 10 episodes are available or whatever. They are doing episodic releases. They're doing so the Mandalorian Friday. kind of thing, right? So, yeah, they are. Yeah. So there's three episodes out now. The fourth one comes out uh, tonight into tomorrow. And so I'm on that second second season and I've watched two episodes. So I'm, I'm one behind and going to be two behind, but I'll probably catch up tomorrow. Right on. You're up. Uh, I finished Paper Mario, Tony. Yeah, not worth it, was it? It was fine. It was just kind of fine. You know what I mean? I uh, The last boss wasn't great. Didn't really do a whole lot for me. I had a guide up just in case I needed it. I, I didn't end up needing it, but the boss was just kind of annoying. It just kind of the ended. The combat is all disengaging, right? Yeah, the combat is really the, the, the hardest part about it right of and not even hard it's just annoying so um happy to be done with that i uh the, the wife god love her the wife picked me up tony hawks pro skater one and two at target walmart was out Shut so I couldn't, I couldn't get it for cheap she picked it up for me at target the other day uh, i got that installed uh, it had a it had a two gig update file that took an hour and twenty minutes uh, here on the Kellogg yeah. internet. Because um, internet reasons, you know, got that taken care of. Um, and did, played. You, did you try to unplug your thermostat and plug it back in and see if that worked? <laughs> I did. Uh, okay. I plugged my thermostat into my PlayStation. It didn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> I I played. I played about an hour of Tony Ox Pro Skater 1 and 2 today. I played the first level and a half. I played the you know the warehouse, and then I played the school. Um, it does look fun. Dude, it's super fun. It's a nostalgia trip and a half. It works. It looks great. It feels amazing to play. I'm really bad. Again, I just started playing it, so I can't hold myself too accountable to that. But um, what a great time that is. And uh I haven't started playing it, but obviously I'm very much looking forward to Trials of Mana. Yep. Birthday, birthday uh, was a month ago. Birthday gift, yeah. Try, I mean, aside from that, for me, uh, Big Brother, still getting watched. Um, oh, yeah. I, I didn't watch it tonight. I'm probably going to watch it. I didn't watch it either. I think it's last night's episode kind of pissed me off, to be honest with you. Um, Christmas is a little bitch, but whatever. Dude, uh, yeah, she turned. She turned, man. Fucking stupid. Catharona. Yeah, whatever. He will be all right. Um, I don't know what else. 
there really is to who do you think leaves tonight though day or bay bay for sure bay yeah she's a bitch dude she's uh, she really out she really cast herself out there she didn't do herself any favors yeah for sure um, calling out christmas during the veto like, i do think on, it's, i do think it's fucked up that they didn't like there's like an alliance of everyone but the black people like that's super fucked up i don't know that it's meant that way though but you know what i mean like the way it's portrayed that's the way the producers are angling it and it doesn't look great i i was really surprised that danny didn't get caught out i thought week. it was gonna be danny or tyler that got threw up but that's a little deep for yeah, people Tyler too of like him sobbing and being a bitch like I, I'm really not sure if that was a put on or not. Was I, that a shoot or? I thought that was a shoot. Okay, you thought you thought so, huh? I thought so, but interesting. I thought it was a work for a little bit. I, I, the way he, I mean, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to shoot for no reason. Like it seemed like a shoot. It seemed pretty intentful, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, all right. Let's see. Aside from aside from that, what else do I got going? I got a ton of Xbox games on the docket ready to go. Um, Real quick, before we get off the Big Brother bandwagon, and we might need to make that just a reoccurring segment on the show. What do you you think about Rip Caser? What do you think about his speech? (laughs) I thought your your version of that speech was better than his version of the speech. The version (laughs) I had worked up in my brain based on what you said to me was way better than him fumbling over what he wanted to say and not enunciating anything. It it was a little... It was a little little nervous. Like he tell he was like not ready to make these kind of swing. Like he decided, I think he decided to do it like mid episode. You know what I mean? Right. All right. What were you saying? Sorry. Uh, I'm just like, as far as anything else goes, that's kind of it for me. I didn't play any cod, nothing, man. I haven't either, dude. I haven't been on cod in days and I really want to maybe tomorrow. I know you're back to work and, Obviously, I have to work too. <clears throat> I have to work, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see if I get any caught in tomorrow. I, I kind of just want to play Kingdoms of Amular. I'm, I'm into that again. I like I like the way that that's feeling. Um, maybe throw it down on the stream a little bit. I am trying to get. Uh, I'm trying to commit to a schedule. The problem is, I'm an old fucker. So streaming for a couple hours every night becomes hard to do. Sure. Uh, you know, you get the kids in bed like around eight or nine. I was thinking like, oh, maybe I can stream like nine to 11 every weeknight or something like that. A lot. Oh, man. I don't know. It's hard. I, Especially when you're not with the squad on call, on call of duty. So like last night, right? Uh, the wife and I, uh, she goes to bed and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go out and play, play some video games, probably play some Tony Hawk. You know, it's my one of the two actual nights off where the next day I don't have to work. Uh, and yeah. Tuesday night, I did not stay up. I went right to bed. Um, sure. Wednesday night, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to go out there and do that. And I get out there and I turn on AEW Dynamite and I passed out three quarters of the way through Dynamite, woke up, watched the Cole Balor match, and then went to bed. Like it was like one o'clock in the morning, maybe one thirty, and I had passed out at least once, maybe twice. And I'm sitting here looking at yeah. Garrett and Chris who were just like raging on I don't even remember what the fuck they were playing, but I'm like, how? How do these motherfuckers have within them to do this still? Yeah, it is. It is like a routine that you get into. They and just stay up every I, night, I, at I two or three in the morning, too. dude. Like they're up way late. I I, I don't know how Garrett's going to do that when he has to go back to work steadily. Uh, I don't know how Chris like, is going to do it when he's got a kid. Yeah, that's uh, 
it's rough because I I like can't stay up past eleven <laughs> or nine. I can do it, but it's yeah. tough. Uh, if we were playing like Call of Duty or something like that, and I was streaming it, I would I'd easily be able to stay it's, up till it's one. Or two it's, yeah, yeah, it's but. it's one point if you're staying up out of spite after telling someone you're you're not going to play any more Call of Duty to get them to leave the party and to keep playing. Like it's one thing to do that. It's an you do that, do you? What? You ever do that to me? No, never to you, okay. buddy. No, never to you. You're great at Call of Duty. I'm pretty good. Yeah, you, yeah, buddy. You're really good. You're the best I'm at so Call of Duty. I can count my dubs on one hand. Listen, I. It's the. It's so fun playing with you. It's not infuriating at all. It's it's good it's good Twitch content because <laughs> we if, just will, if you were to we if you were to record what I said when I mute my microphone after you do something stupid that would be good Twitch content. <laughs> the amount of controllers I've almost broken because of you is a grand total of three. You know how many controllers <laughs> I have? Three. Uh, don't engage, I'm Tony. Don't engage. Don't engage, Tony. We got the drop on you him. Can't. Got the, we got no. the drop on this one team that they were just chasing the other team, and we're not going to get pincered at all. Oh, wait. Yeah, we are. Listen, sometimes you just got to send it, dude. Listen, no, because do you know how we got our dub, Tony? Do you remember? Do I need to tell you how we got our dub? Because you listen to me. That doesn't mean that we can just refabricate that but every time. You listen to me, and we got a dub, so maybe you should do that more often. Hey, if we're going to play and I'm going to be streaming, we can't just be camping. Oh, my God. You fucking I watched, I watched you camp on your stream the other night and you said, I know this isn't the most fun thing to do, but it's what I'm going to do to try to get a dub. And then got some. That was different. That was different. Whatever, dude. What do you got for walk ons? Nothing. I just want to fucking punch you in the head. Uh, I have a walk on for you. Okay. Elena Tyrell, dead. 82 years old. Oh, yeah. I saw that rip. Whatever. That's, I mean. She was she was pretty good as Alana Tyrell. She was obviously a, a much more famous actress in her youth. Sure, um, she's a badass so, bitch in Game of Thrones, though. Yeah, she was Rip Joffrey, she was a fucking badass bitch. Yeah, I mean, when you go out and your final line is like, "Tell Cersei that it was me." Yeah, tell, <laughs> that's pretty. Tell tell, pretty tell your sister wife that I killed her fucking kid. Eat a dick. Remember when I started rewatching Game of Thrones? <laughs> you remember how bad that last season was? Yeah, I still stand by the fact if I'd have started from season one and gone through it, I would have watched it all. But watching season eight and then trying to go back and watch the first few episodes, just like, ugh, ugh, I don't know, man. That's your walk on though, Rip Olena. What I got? Well, I'd say for. Uh, for us, episode 67 is in the books, right? I think so. I mean, we, this is our shortest show in a while. I, I will say this really fast before we wrap up out of here. And I don't have her answer because, of course, I don't. But I will say. Oh, you don't have her piece? I don't have that either. But I will say that the coconut wife, quite upset that we did not invite her to the bracket last week. Oh, fuck her. Why? Why? Because we used, we used IMDb as a as a uh, choke point so I don't, your wife. I don't know, but she was like who has never seen uh I don't remember Heat or Con Air or oh, Con Air face like she was you, you motherfucker you have it. What's the update on Con Air? Where's Con Air playing that dude? I look get the no. fuck out. You gotta rent it on iTunes for like four bucks. Yeah I didn't do that yet. I've been working man. What do you want from me? Hey listen all you gotta do is rent it and fall asleep. You know Can how I, you do I watch it? Yeah. 
No, you got to actually watch well, it. So do it. Do it. You got some time. Oh, but yeah, the wife. Watch like, it. who's never seen Con Air fucking face off? You're an idiot. And I'm like, oh my god, like you hate action movies, <laughs> and you've seen the movies I haven't seen. She'd have been on my side then. She would have been on your side. Yeah, that's no surprise. <laughs> though. Those are probably two of the most iconic movies on that list. I, and you're I, like, like I, I, don't, I, was, well, I know I've seen Face Off, but I was trying to be objective where you weren't, and I said, okay, I I can't tell you things about Face Off, but I know I've seen it somewhere. Con Air, I'm yeah. sure I've never seen. Well, you're gonna have to. I will. I, I plan on doing it. And, and you know what? Out of spite, be nice. you need to see the first Terminator. Uh, it's I haven't so seen good. that. It's so good. That's my agreement. You watch Con Air and you report, make me actually believe that you watch Con Air, um, or provide proof, and then I will watch Terminator. Yeah, uh, I'm in the process of listening to the actual New Days podcast of what they decide to be the. Uh, the best action movie of all time. It's been a good. It's been a good listen. They did it over two episodes, not like forty minutes like we did. Yeah, ideally we would have as well. But yeah, oh well. That's a lot of uh, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Episode sixty-seven in the books. My name's Tony. That is Derek. Hello, goodbye. We out here. We are. Out.